Manikawam. 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 Problems. Money can't buy you health. Mm, <laughs> no, it can't. <coughs> certainly can't. Apologies in advance for my super gross voice. <laughs> uh, I am a little under the weather here. Poor Drew. Uh, you know all that all that rain uh, in <laughs> Singapore really really got to me. You've got uh, Legionnaire's disease. <laughs> can you get that? I don't think you can get that from rain. I think that only happens in showers. Le- really? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Legionnaire's disease. It's like a. I think it's okay. I'm sorry, doctor people. I think it's a or disease people. I think it's like some sort of disease um, people form of pneumonia, like a like a water in the lung type thing. But it's called Legionnaire's disease because they found it in a bunch of Legionnaires who were living in like this old hospital, who were staying in an old hospital huh. that had really bad piping, um, and like this mold grows in the pipes or something, and then it comes through showers. Yeah, it's weird. Wow. It's like Lou Gehrig's disease. They should have seen Gross. it coming, you know. <laughs> uh, that is uh, Manikawam. Mani. Manikawum is uh, Tamil for excuse me. Like if you were, say, uh, I don't know, elbowing someone out of the way as you were coming down to turn one. <laughs> Elbow or elbowing someone in between someone else, like a double elbow situation. Yes. Excuse me. Sorry. I'm here. Please don't crash into me. Right. Oh, no, you've crashed into me. Crash into me. Danny. Danny. <laughs> Singapore GP. Always a good time. What well, I think what I said, I th- you mentioned rain right at the end, and I think I said there. I don't think there's ever been rain in Singapore, except maybe in like a, a practice session or something. Yeah, the, for race day, I don't think there'd ever been, and there hadn't been. And it, I guess it was really interesting to see how they were going to deal. I didn't even think about the floodlights. Like I didn't even think, oh, what's that going to be like? Like, will it be too much? <laughs> rain for them to see or like not enough rain because the weird thing about Singapore is like you watch the practice sessions and you, you get those awesome shots of drivers eyes where you can yeah. see their faces it's so cool because they don't wear it's, like the sunscreen visor or the uh, uh, sunglass visors right yeah so the whole thing was like all weekend I guess did it rain for every session I I, think- I don't know Maybe P1 got away with it, but I feel like most, or maybe, sorry, yeah, yeah, free practice one mightn't have, but I remember, I think all of them had like a little bit of rain in the Middle East or something. Um, but yeah, it was amazing to see it come to race day, and that morning I, I was looking at all the uh, tweets coming through. Karun Chandak does a good job of always like doing a couple of pre-race tweets, and it was like bucketing down. And yeah. it had stopped by the race, basically, like it was spitting a little bit, but mm-hmm. by that stage there was already so much standing water as well. Yeah, I mean, that it's just one more thing to add to an already crazy weekend. So check out this grid. Sebastian Vettel on pole. Uh, Max Verstappen in second. Daniel Ricciardo in third. Kimi Raikkonen in fourth. And finally a Mercedes, Lewis Hamilton in fifth, followed by Botas. Right. Crazy. Yeah. Like, for some reason, couldn't. the Mercedes just could not hang and got fifth and sixth in qualifying. Nothing yeah. happened. They just, their car doesn't like Singapore, I guess, at least in qualifying. Right. Yeah, amazing to see the Red Bulls ahead of them. Like, you see the Ferraris ahead, that's one thing. But if you see the Red Bulls ahead of them, it's just like, yeah. oh, for whatever. They just couldn't unlock this track um, throughout the entire weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah, both Red Bulls, no less. Uh, Nico Hulkenberg in uh, eighth, followed by Fernando Alonso up there in ninth. Stuff right. Van Dorn r- r- rounding out the top ten. Way to go, McLaren. <laughs> Uh, Carlos Sainz at 11th, followed by Palmer, Perez, Gafiat, Ocon, Grosjean, Magnussen, Massa, and Stroll deep in the field, and Pascal 
Veriline and Marcus Erickson bringing up uh, 19 and 20. Danny. Yes, sir. Do you want to take us through the start? <laughs> I do. I do. I was really interested to see what would happen. It was like, it wasn't a question of whether we'd get a safety car. It was a question of how soon we were going to get a safety car. And Singapore's right. like first three corner situation is always like rife for for it's it's like the it's like a, a a mirror version of Monza where they have that drive down and then it's like the world's tightest corner immediately yeah um because it's really open on the outside and i guess Monza has the escape road on on their right side it's but it's it, yeah it's, it's open past that curve but like that turn itself if you're going to hit that apex is super tight and uh, you know, it opens up a little there, but but nothing's going to stop a bunch of cars that are trying to a you know struggling for grip. They're standing water, and then there's spray, and then all of them are driving down into that corner trying to get track position in a race that is essentially up for grabs because whoever gets pole generally wins this one. I think we said it was seven out of the previous nine races. The other two were kind of freak accidents almost, and um, that that had Vettel win and Alonso win. Uh, freak accidents or intentional accidents um so turn the first couple of turns here are like so important for everyone so it's it's like everything's pointing towards something going wrong on yeah. this turn and there's been plenty of turn one crashes in singapore before but you throw that rain in anything can happen yeah I mean, as I, it happens I point out that uh yeah. everyone's starting it's a it's sort of a mix of intermediate and wet tires <laughs> yeah uh which is already crazy but it also means that because it's a wet start um, you know, we get that relatively, uh, you know, leveling effect. Um, totally, yeah. So it's just this perfect storm of something's going to happen. So and someone's going to get fa- someone's going to do a Mario Kart start. Like you can, yeah. you can always tell in these ones. A lot of people get bogged down. A lot of people are trying not to skid. A lot of people are trying to get a little bit of grips so that are a little bit more conservative. Somebody's going to get that Mario Kart little little bump. Um, and as that happens, we kind of didn't really get a first corner turn. We got a straight turn, which was. To, to see them crash before they even got to the corner was just ridiculous. Yeah. So they all start. It looks like the front two have gotten pretty good starts. I'm looking at Verstappen and Vettel's car. Sorry, that's the other thing. We've got Verstappen and Vettel um, close to each other at the, yeah. at the front. Actually, right? I, have, I have a great quote here from uh, before the race. Hamilton's talking about his qualifying performance. Um uh, yeah, I didn't know if I anticipated that we would be this far off this weekend. Maybe two or three tenths, but five tenths is a good gap. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Horrible track for overtaking. Um, so it's going to be a long slog tomorrow. Uh, Vettel's got Verstappen next to him, so anything could happen at the start. Uh, I just have to try to see if I can get a good start and try to pick at least one of the Ferraris off. That would be very helpful. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Please continue. That's crazy. Um, so they start, they go down, Verstappen and Vettel close to each other, everyone's looking at them. Suddenly, Mario Kart stars Kimi Raikkonen um, uh, in the mix as well. Um, Vettel basically immediately moves to block off uh, Verstappen to restrict him down um, down the straight, so he turns into um, his left. Right, so yeah, Sque- Vettel's on the, the outside, then it's... yeah. Max, uh, in sort of a an inverted flying V, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and can't and can't you know, kind of keeping pace with him. But then on the outside of him is Kimi Räikkönen, who Vettel can't see, um, who's basically going around the outside of Verstappen with a bit of space. Like he's not hugging the wall, but he's 
he's going in there. And essentially what happens is Verstappen is pulling out of the way to get away from Vettel and, and also easing off, like he eased off as well because he could see um, Kimi coming around the outside. Uh, but essentially he gets like sandwiched in between the two of them and lo and behold, himself and Kimi have massive contact. Vettel doesn't. Vettel gets out of the way. Um, big contact. And then suddenly, Kimi has like the worst of the damage on his rear right and is essentially at this stage skidding the whole way down into towards turn one while the rest of the cars are coming down there as well. Yeah, he's, he's a passenger and kind of cuts across uh, the apex of turn one. Yeah, Just sparks Vettel everywhere. gets past. Yeah, Kimi actually, uh, he twists when Verstappen hits him and uh, that hits uh uh Vettel's car. Oh, he does get a little tap on Vettel, doesn't he? Yeah. Um well Verstappen then trying to I think I, I was looking at it trying to see if he w- should have seen um that ha- that Kimi was sliding down there. Like because essentially he turns into turn one, gets immediately collected by Raikkonen, who everyone watching the television could see happening from a mile off. But like yeah. Kimi's car is sliding down here. Everyone needs to stop. Um, he takes out uh, Verstappen pretty badly. Uh, he pushes out wide where Fernando Alonso, in like his best qualifying start in forever, <laughs> yeah. um, is trying to get out of the way. Uh, he gets collected and thrown into the air and lands pretty badly, but actually manages to keep um, uh, going. Uh, but the other two cars are out. But I was watching the, the replay trying to see what Verstappen should have maybe done there and in fairness Kimi does kind of disappear into his blind spot for that whole bit now the fact that he was in his blind spot for the whole bit should have been you know a little bit of uh, uh, and blind spots in F1 cards are so big so a lot of the times when you see someone enter and exit is when you know they're not there or not so maybe he should have seen him there or maybe he was too busy about making sure the car was okay or the fact that somebody was going to overtake him on the right but when they did the replay later on you can literally hear Verstappen calling back to team radio to tell them what had happened and he gets hit during the callback as well yeah when. it's so really kind of scary i don't think he anticipated him getting hit there again yeah um and you know he he did have damage uh from that initial contact so right who knows if that you know prevented him from making an accurate stop but you're right the fact that he's radioing back means he didn't expect to get hit again because he says i've got damage i've got damage yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy to hear him say that. Yeah, but yeah, Alonso gets bounced into the air. It, yeah, that looked like it hurt. It's pretty crazy. Um, thankfully, that was the only three of them that got hurt. Unless you get to the next turn, because suddenly they cut to Vettel, who's like reversing down the first like between turn three and four or something. Yeah, he's, he's going backwards. I think around turn five. And it's like, okay, what's this going on? I guess he's done this before where he's gotten hit and he's he's tried to get the car in a position where he can spin around and, and have the most advantageous um, um, uh, bit of, uh, uh, you know, t- toe behind the rest of the cars to catch up with him again. But, yeah, it looks like he's basically um, totally uh, lost it uh, driving down towards turn five. And Marl Brundle suggested that it might have been because uh, the amount of radiator like fluid he was spilling out the back of his car. Yeah. So when, when he got hit by Raikkonen, that perhaps that damage sprayed uh, some fluid uh, behind him and essentially made himself his own oil slick, and that's what he, he crashed on. But you could see him, when he pulled away after that, you could see all the delicious green Mountain Dew <laughs> fluid pouring out of the back of his yeah, car as he was trying to get down the street. Gushing. 
Um, yeah, so unsurprisingly, uh, safety car uh, gets gets pulled right away. I thought I was wondering if it'd be a red flag because with all the, if that was like radiator fluid and, you know, two cars stricken there on that road, that maybe they might have to um, actually call it off and maybe do like a. There was everyone was looking at Charlie White to see if there'd be a safety car start, for instance, because um, of of the rain conditions. But no, they they safety cards the that whole thing. Um, another seventh retirement for Verstappen, I believe, this year. Jeez. Yeah, uh, and I, I think it uh, it <laughs> bears pointing out that um, Fettel did beat uh, Hamilton to. Um, to turn two, Hamilton actually got a great start, uh, which was helped by Ricardo slowing to avoid the accident. Right. Um, Hamilton uh, being on the outside uh, and so was able to avoid, but Ricardo was kind of boxed in, so he had no choice but to slow. Um, and yeah, Vettel actually stayed ahead of Hamilton through turn one, but of course he later retired. So Hamilton inherits the lead from fifth place. It's ridiculous. It's like literally best case scenario for him. Yeah, for Mercedes at this stage, like all, like all four cars in front of them, three of them are out, and one of them managed to to drop in behind. Uh, and if uh, you know, and I love Dino Ricciardo as a driver, but if there was ever a driver that was going to unlock the potential of this track in the rain, it was Max Verstappen, and he's gone. Yeah. So uh, you kind of feel like the biggest threat is probably gone at that stage as well, with him right. and Vettel gone. Um, By the way, yeah. So what's people uh, came in and pitted right away? The uh, the Formula One uh, YouTube channel has some great replays of of the whole incident with onboards and everything. There's literally a video called uh, like Turn One Incident, all cameras. It just goes <laughs> through them. Um, so I will I will link that and a bunch of fan videos also on uh, oh, on F1 Cool because like the F1 official videos, you don't get a sense of like the the visceralness, like the right. the sounds yeah. of the impact and everything that uh, crunches the fan of metal and whatnot can give you. Yeah. That's but yeah, that's cool. That YouTube channel's gotten really good. It really has. Yeah, they've um, added a bunch of cool stuff to it. Uh, but yeah, after after lap one, Hamilton in first, Ricardo in second, and Nico Hulkenberg in third place, uh, <laughs> followed not? by uh, Sergio Perez, uh, Valtteri Bottas in fifth, Palmer in sixth, Van Dorn, Ocon, Sainz, Magnussen in tenth, Kafiat Alonso with his stricken car uh, still running. Uh, he did stroll. like a really sweet 360 as well in fairness to him yeah when Alonso got hit he just did like a spin around and just kept moving yeah I, yeah you're right I don't think he actually I don't think his tires actually stopped he just kind of no. <laughs> spun around uh, Stroll in 13th Massa in 14th Grosjean Ericsson and Verline uh, in 17th uh, I think the the big winner there uh, was I think Perez who got something like 8 positions out of oh, it oh really yeah, um, yeah, and I think the the only loser was um, Alonso, who uh, yeah dropped four spots to twelfth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, lap uh, five, Palmer, uh, who's in sixth place. Uh, on wet tires, gets down the inside of Botas, who's on intermediates at turn one for fifth place. Palmer passing a Mercedes. Pretty yeah, awesome. it's crazy. Um, I think, uh, I, uh, if I remember correctly, this might have been one of the wet versus inter situations as well. It was, yeah. Think, Palmer was on Botas wet. Was Botas on was on inter, right? Because I think Van Dorn also is, overtakes Botas soon afterwards. 
Oh, does he? Okay, yeah. Um, lap ten. Yeah, uh, lap ten. Alonso retires. Unfortunately, yeah. They, they kind of said that he should have retired already. The bottom of the of the the car was pretty well damaged, but he had a really bad hit on his on his left side pod. Um, the garage couldn't get any data from his car. They had no mm-hmm. telemetry, so. I mean that's dangerous in its own way as well. So I think he just like didn't want to throw away his best quality in a while, so he stayed out. But at a certain stage, they were like, "Yeah, you should probably retire." Yeah. Um, also, he, he was like slowly gobbled up by everyone, basically slowly and slowly, and then he just had no power. Yeah. Uh, also, out of this race, Danny Kafiat. Yeah. Who unforced just, error. Yeah, just locks it up and noses into a wall. Um, yeah, real shame because he'd just overtaken Magnuson on that straight on the DRS straight and done a good yeah. job of it. But uh, there's a pretty big escape road there for a reason, and I think he just wasn't um, wasn't honest with himself and and tried to try to try to try to turn it in and didn't happen. And you know, essentially, he wasn't he'd overtaken and, and he had the space, so it was an unforced error, unfortunately. And uh, he immediately came on Team Radio and apologized to everyone. That's all you can really do in a situation like that. Yeah, um, but they are, they're dropping like flies. Uh, and I think we get a safety car out of that, right? For Yeah, cool. more safety cars, baby. Keep them coming. Yeah. Um, Never have starts, too much safety. Uh, also start happening around this time. Most of people go into intermediates. Yeah. Uh, and Van Dorn, still under the safety car, comes out of the pits uh, and manages to keep it ahead of Massa, who's in 10th. Right. Um, but they do bump wheels. <laughs> uh, you know, oh really always, around always that racing. turn yeah that's awesome uh, lap 17 uh, worth ahead. mentioning the only person who did not change tires then was Hamilton okay <laughs> um, presumably because he did, they didn't want to lose track position but it did put him in a rather uncomfortable spot where perhaps he would be off strategy later on the race um, and he let them know that over team radio as well <laughs> Uh, scary moment on lap 17 as Magnuson powers oh. past Massa under the bridge. Oh boy, they, yeah. they not only do they touch tires, but Magnuson is right next to the wall. Oh man, it's uh, so close. Yeah, and ugh, rain and a wall and everything, and it's just yeah, incredible battle between him. I think Ocon was in the mix there too, right? Like yeah, that so whole thing was. Massa tries to retake the spot uh, and interlocks tires with, with Magnuson, but doesn't actually touch him. Um, Magnuson has the inside on the next corner, so he pulls ahead of Massa, but Ocon comes out of nowhere and capitalizes on them two battling uh, and manages to pass Massa, but Magnuson uh, keeps the spot uh, with some so more It's worth mentioning this was the prized possession of 11th place. <laughs> yeah. They were fighting uh, you know, over. Lap 17, it could, could inherit some points. Who knows? Like, five more cars might crash out. Right. <laughs> uh, more pit stops. I think Stroll was the first one to go on to Slicks. Uh, yes. Putting on ultra Magnuson softs. Did too, I think. Uh, and lap 27. Ricardo in on lap 29 for ultra softs. Um, Mercedes definitely watching him to see what he does. Mm. Uh, and then Hamilton pits lap 30 also goes on ultra soft tires. Uh, lap 34, Esteban Ocon gets by Magnussen for that coveted 11th place at turn one. Yeah, Grosjean just had Magnussen's lunch right before then as well. Um, so Magnussen's slipping down the pack. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive because uh, Grosjean started pretty far in the back. He he gained zero from all the carnage up front. Um, started <laughs> hey, 15. he gained zero, he lost zero. <laughs> yeah. 
and then let's see, lap thirty-eight, Erickson spins on the bridge. Yeah, another unforced one. You gotta say, I think in all the races, the ten races we've had here, no one's ever spun on that bridge. That bridge not made for F1 cars, built in the early twentieth century, nineteen ten. Very tight, but there's a reason why the there's a relatively slow corner into it. But he just lost it. He just lost the back of the car, spun out, and I think I think I cannot think of anywhere else that would be harder to remove a car from. Then maybe I don't know what the tunnel in Monaco, how much access they have there. Mm. But apart from that, I feel like this bridge is probably the most frustrating place to land a car for for marshals. Yeah. So unsurprisingly, it gives us our third safety car of the of the afternoon. Yeah, and and as a result, uh, we are definitely going to hit the time cap. So uh, yeah. from from laps, we now are just counting down to two hours. Yeah, it was weird. The 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 everyone pitted first of all, and then when they came back uh, for the safety car, for me at least on on uh, on Sky, they had the uh, um, the timer was there, but they didn't have the laps anymore. Which, I mean, they were talking about it, so I, I felt like relatively in control of where the laps are, but as somebody who takes rather detailed notes for these based on laps, I was kind of, yeah. um, felt like I was a little bit lost. But then also not really much happened, kind of, for the rest of the race anyway. Yeah, Hulkenberg had some issue, um, but yeah, nothing nothing else really happens until we hit the time cap, and what do you know, good old Lewis Hamilton takes it home. Unreal. Absolutely yeah. unreal. To to think that there would not be a, a red, uh, a red jump, a driving suit on that podium at the end is insane. Uh, yeah. At the start, yeah, absolutely crazy to have the two of them up there as well. Um, of course, unfortunately, we also got Eddie Jordan up there. So. Was, <laughs> oh boy. That's when I stopped watching. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, Mister Consistency Daniel Ricardo in second place. So uh, good for him. Uh, Valtteri Bottas bringing home the third place. Uh, final podium spot. Carlos Sainz Jr. in fourth. Check that out. Wow. Uh, Sergio Perez in fifth. Palmer in sixth. Van Dorn in seventh. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> Lance Stroll in eighth. Grosjean in ninth. And Esteban Ocon rounding out the top ten. And we only have two more cars after that. Felipe Maza and Pascal Verlein. Which, man, when that there's only sucks. 12 cars... <laughs> And you get twelfth place. Ugh. That's that's so. That's like turning up to McDonald's with all your friends, and everyone gets a free happy meal, and they just run out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a great analogy. That that sucks. I feel. Hey, at least I got around. Yeah. Uh, Massa had a real interesting evening of driving as well. Like he was he was right in the mix there for the whole thing. So yeah, I feel bad. He didn't he didn't earn anything for it. Uh, this, of course, wreaks havoc on the driver standings, especially from Vettel's perspective. And and super interesting for the mid-pack as well, because there there's a bunch of really close teams and constructors right now. So today was the real opportunity for folks to get points. Yeah, so I'll, I'll run down drivers first. Hamilton in first with 263. Vettel uh, in a more distant than in races past, 235. Amazing. What a guy. Uh, Botas has 212. Uh, Ricardo with 162, Raikkonen's got 138. Uh, Verstappen and I think did did they switch places, Raikkonen and Ricardo? If not, like that also is a is a big deal. Right. Um, Raikkonen's 138, Verstappen's 68, tied with Perez, which is cool. Uh, 
Uh, Esteban Ocon, 56. Sainz. Verstappen's tied with Perez. Yes, for sixth That's, place. That shows you the power of consistency. Or the yeah. power of not getting kicked out of seven races in a year. Because yeah. Perez has not had like an amazing season. He's had a pretty good, but like he's been, he's always been in the mix there a little bit. So that's amazing to think that they're tied on points. Yeah. Uh, his teammate Ocon has 56. Sainz has 48. Hulkenberg in 10th place with 34. Uh, Maslow's got 31. Stroll with 28. Grosjean's 26. Magnussen's got uh, 11. Alonso has 10 points. Palmer's got 8. Van Dorn's got seven. Averline's got five. Kafiat's got four. Ericsson, uh, Antonio Giovinazzi, Jensen Button, <laughs> uh, Paul DeResta, and everybody else who touched a Formula One car this year uh, have zero points. <laughs> uh, but let's take it to the teams. Mercedes out in front with 475, commanding lead over Ferrari's 373. Yeah. Uh, Red Bull Racing Tag Heuer with 230. Force India has 124. Boy, nice. a big lead over uh, Williams in fifth with 59. Toro Rosso has 52. Renault's got 42. Haas has 37. Uh, McLaren Honda with 17. And Sauber Ferrari with five. So, yeah, you're right. That's that, that 59, 52, 42, 37. Uh, yeah. Williams, Toro Rosso, Renault, and uh, Haas. That's a... Uh, Anything can happen. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to think who who probably won the most out of that whole thing. Then, um, this this weekend, um, you have to. Well, Carlos Sainz Jr. said uh, came in fourth. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So then Toro Rosso probably got a little bit of a bump out of that. Yeah. Um, F1 driver of the day at F1.com/slash/vote Lewis Hamilton. Was it really God? That's so funny. Yeah, I, I feel like he doesn't get it very much. Um, but in no, this case, yeah. I think he, I think he deserved it. Like the, he just such a, uh, a deft move in the initial race. Like, yeah, he inherited, um, you know, it was fortuitous, but he, he took advantage of it and did not, uh, did not get collected. So, yeah, he also did sort of, he is the type of driver who you kind of feel like the, the distance between him first and second was always kind of, you know, under his control. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I would struggle to think who else you would actually give it to because you wouldn't give it to Bottas or Ricardo either. Yeah, and it's cool for Carlos Sainz to be there, but I I can't remember that much battling happening back there. Give it to Magnussen or or Massa, <laughs> yeah, or Ocon, any of those guys. Uh, this is Ferrari's first ever double lap one retirement. Wow, really? Yes. Huh. So a lot of a lot of firsts. First Singapore uh, rain race, first double retirement. Um, Hamilton now has sixty. This is from F one fanatic. Hamilton now has sixty career wins. Yet remarkably, this is only the second time he's won having started outside the first two rows. All right. He won the twenty fourteen British Grand Prix from sixth place. Uh, his other wins have come from pole position, second, third, and fourth. Mm. Uh, Vettel's 200th participation in a world championship race was not a successful one. Happy 200 race, Seb. His retirement from the race means Hamilton is now the only driver to have scored points in every race this year. Huh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, some other post-game reports. Uh, the drivers say that uh, the wet standing start was not to blame for the crash. Um Max Verstappen says, uh, this is also from F1 Fanatic, I think the grid was fine, obviously unfortunate for the guys involved in the crash. 
Um, uh, but I don't think they can blame the decision of the stewards or Charlie, uh, Charlie Whiting, the race director for the race. Right. Uh, I think it was perfectly fair and fine. Uh, he and Fettel and Raikkonen were cleared of any wrongdoing uh, over the crash, which I think was a good call. You know, like Fettel was trying to squeeze Hamilton or uh, Verstappen, which is, you know, totally a fine move. He didn't know Raikkonen was there and that Max had nowhere to go. Max was just trying to avoid stuff. Uh, so eased off and that hit Raikkonen, but Raikkonen was just trying to pass on the inside. So I think it was just a, in my, you know, <laughs> esteemed opinion. Right. Uh, it was just a, a racing incident, uh, but a spectacular one. Um, uh, also, the, what was surprising to me was how Mercedes turned it around. Like, not only did Lewis Hamilton inherit that first place and keep it, but, um, you know, Botas uh, coming from sixth place to third. Uh, means that Mercedes found pace. Like, Ricardo never really even had much of a chance to, to pass uh, Hamilton, even though he ran circles around him during qualifying. So right. um, Mercedes, I think, put that down to uh, cooler track temps. Oh, um, really? Yeah, Botas says in uh, this article from motorsport.com, in terms of the rear stability of the car, it was much better in the race than any point of the weekend so far. That was the reason for the pace. There were cooler temps, some damp patches still on the track, so I think we definitely... So I think definitely the cooler temps helped us and me as well. I think it actually meant I could lean on the car more, so it came from the rear stability. Interesting. I mean, it is a totally different thing, right? Like, fastest lap and then being able to be consistent over the course of a bunch of them. Yeah, um, totally different. So, you know, obviously helped them out in that respect as well. Uh, one thing that I, I didn't catch during the race was uh, this quote here from uh, Christian Horner, Red Bull team principal and F1 fanatic. Uh, On lap 15, we were staring down the barrel of both cars being eliminated. Um, we've come away with a second place, and so we'll take that. Even before the first safety car, we could see we were losing a lot of oil pressure in Ricardo's gearbox. Uh, we thought it was only going to go half distance. So Daniel had an instruction to start managing that. And then, oh, of course, really? he had to sacrifice lap time doing that. Huh. Uh, but he did that incredibly well and managed to n- nurse the car home uh, almost another hour and a half. So, boy. That, you can that, nurse the car home into second place. That ain't too bad. That's a yeah, good person. Pretty good. So I guess maybe a combination of Mercedes's advantage and Red Bull's disadvantage there. Yeah. Uh, you know, led to what was kind of a uh, I don't I don't want to say it was a ho hum race after the the first lap incident I, I think it was a pretty good one um, it was the world war of it was like the war of races like periods of boredom punctuated by periods of extreme um, activity yes you know like there was there was there was not apart from the little massa Ocon sort of little bit that was fun this was essentially a race about three safety cars um, yeah. and they were good you know. But, like, this was sort of, I don't know, in terms of, like, racing purity, I'm not really sure if this was much to, to write home about. Yeah. Um, Ricardo also says uh, that uh, the gearbox problem didn't cost him the win. Uh, he says, uh, we had a couple of little issues. I had to manage the car in some situations with the gearbox and that. Uh, mm-hmm. But ultimately, I don't think it changed the shape of the race. I don't think it was the reason we were second and not first. Yeah. I can't remember seeing first, second, or third in a camera shot with each other at really any point in that race. Well, yeah. except for the start. <laughs> and the safety cars. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, safety cars even didn't really mix things up very much. Yeah, bunched them, but once they got launched every time, Hamilton. He's really good. He's really good at, at you know, getting away with the safety car. So, 
Yeah. And, and Bottas never seemed to be threatening Ricardo all that much either, I didn't feel. Yeah. Well, uh, kudos to Hamilton then um, for, for capitalizing on that. And it was, uh, it was a good race. Um, yeah. Anything else from the race? I got a few more news items here. Uh, if you're if you're good on the race, Danny. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, it kind of was what it was. Um, it was a, a, a fun one to watch uh, in the the early hours. Um, it, it always feels like a fever dream when you come away from a race like that. It's like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot of uh, like I said, like just like a spectacle kind of more than maybe uh, the the most you know interesting racing i would say uh, there wasn't really any like at any stage in that race you we weren't looking to see if ricardo would catch on hamilton or if x would catch up on y it was always who will crash next and how will that affect everyone <laughs> that's um, exciting too yeah it's exciting in a sort of a different way yeah it's like stretching a different muscle i guess yeah uh, but no that's uh that's pretty much it i'm worried about your voice i'm worried about your sickness I'm like I think we shouldn't do the longest podcast because you're you're doing like a cycling race this weekend. Yeah, that's well. true. Yeah, uh, like two days of cycling. Yes, two days. Uh, I think it's uh, like eighty miles the first day and forty oh. miles the second day. Oh my god! You've been training. You've, tra- uh, you've been training kind a lot, of, right? Kind of. Kind yeah. of. Um, yeah, I did. You've also got incredible like base levels of fitness because you like you are just a healthy individual you you exercise regularly and do all that stuff try to but uh yeah it'll uh it'll be when you're not uploading videos of puppies yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh if you'd like to know more uh, yes i'm i'm riding a um uh, in a charity bike ride this weekend uh to benefit uh the um national multiple sclerosis society uh, uh, you also have the best. Uh, you're using your meme powers for good. I am. Yes, I have the URL biking white guy <laughs> that uh, that redirects to the donation page. So there's more info uh, about uh, the the ride there. If uh, anyone would like to check it out, I, I wonder if there's anyone who listens to this podcast who does not realize that you are the individual <laughs> in that thinking white guy gift. Because this Maybe. is a purely audio <laughs> presentation. That's true. Yeah, and there are people who who have come to this podcast who did not follow us from uh, CBS, right? Uh, so yeah, that's that's me. It's my dumb face <laughs> from like four years ago. Yeah, well. that's, that's amazing. Have you had anyone like reach out to have you on? Like, a, I I was I was talking to my wife yesterday about you know they do those like end of year wrap up shows where it's like this is what happened in twenty seventeen. Yeah, like. I, 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 you would be like ripe for that to have like somebody have you in the studio do it. <laughs> I've I've had some uh, I've had to sign some releases uh, for like the you know, thirty years of animated gifts roundups those kinds of things. Wow! Uh, and people have wanted to like license my face for stuff, but I don't own that. <laughs> C- CBS oh, so owns upsetting. that. Yeah, so I just direct them to CBS's legal department and say sorry. Oh yeah, uh, that's that's true. You don't technically own the footage, right? No, that's from a giant bomb video. Yeah, yeah, that's so weird. So uh, I, you is, know what? Something tells me way. CBS won't ever license that. But no, <laughs> uh, it'd be funny if you were on like a uh, you know you're going to Brazil for your next project. It'd be funny if you went to Brazil and there was some like soft drink that had used it. <laughs> it's like like a billboards or something. Right. 
Uh, but anyway, you're yes. using your meme powers for good. I also biking white guy is perhaps the the, the funniest URL I've ever heard. So congratulations. <laughs> thank, thank you. Uh, in Formula One news, uh, Perez and Ocon to stay in unchanged Force India lineup for 2018. Okay. So they'll be back next year. The team. Has that's interesting. Confirmed. I mean, that's that's only going to get more fractious between the two of them, probably. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Um, it's uh, hopefully they'll chill out a little bit. I, you know, maybe they'll chill out. Maybe they'll chill out. And when I say they, I mean maybe Perez will chill out, knowing that he's got a seat next year. Um, yeah, maybe. And maybe I'll kind of stop riding him up as well. Yeah. Um, and one more final thing. Uh, look, uh, Charles, 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 Charles Leclerc, uh, who is the driver in F2, uh, will have four runs in Sauber uh, in F1 practice sessions this year, beginning cool. with the next round in Malaysia. Yeah, if you've watched Young? any Formula 2, you know this guy uh, is is for real. He uh, is 19. running circles around. Yeah, he's 19 years old. Wow. Uh, also the reigning GP3 champion. Uh, and looks to clinch this year's Formula 2 championship title. Um, he looks like an F1 driver. He really does. He's yeah. Oh my god, he's from Monaco. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. This child was like born <laughs> to be... I wonder if his parents are... No, it doesn't look like he's got any... Uh... He's genetically engineered. Yeah, he really looks like driver. Jules Bianchi, actually. Yeah, he does. He was friends with Jules Bianchi. Oh, wow. And yeah, sorry, on his Wikipedia stuff. I was just, I looked at him, he really, he's a very sort of similar, uh, I guess it's just a friend's visage, was it? Yeah, Leclerc was childhood friends with Jules Bianchi and began karting at the track managed by Bianchi's father. So, yeah, they have a little bit of um, history there too. Yeah, well, I, I, I oh, would his love dad, to see His dad him. did race cars. He drove in Formula 3. Okay. Um, and was well respected in karting. So. Yeah, I, I would love to see this, this kid uh, drive an F1 car. Mm. He's uh he's got he's for real. That's uh awesome. and that's all I've got for news, Danny. Do you want to take it around the world? Let's race around the world, baby. I'm really glad you have to do that and not me. <laughs> you still week. got a NASCAR voice coming up. Oh, that's true, I do. But before that, Camping World Truck is at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway in New Hampshire, Loudon, New Hampshire, to be precise. Loudon. Uh, for the Uno One Seventy Five, it's like U N O H. There's an H there. Oh, Uno. 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 U H N O. U N O H. U N O H. Yes. That's weird. Uno. What's Uno? We're not I, I as a, it's probably not the nonprofit that's popped up on my screen. <laughs> Maybe no, it's the know. University of Northwest Ohio. <laughs> Could be. Who knows? Uh, UNOS. Uh, DTM, Danny. Oh, you DTM. Oh, we know what DTM stands for. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> uh, they are in the Red Bull ring in Spielberg, Austria. Oh, the A1 ring. Yeah. Lovely. The IMSA Weather Tech Championship is at uh, Raceway Laguna Seca in beautiful Monterey, California, for Delicious. the Laguna Seca Continental Tire Monterey Grand Prix. Uh, MotoGP is in mm. uh, Motorland Aragon in, in Middle Earth. Middle Earth <laughs> <laughs> never gets old. Middle Earth, Spain. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, there's been some uh, a lot of 
news surrounding Catalonia and Spain. Uh, oh, really? Which, yeah. Um, Catalonia's really going for independence this time. Oh, right. Uh, Sorry, that it's, element it's, of it, yeah. It's interesting because I, like, I have the context now because of doing this F1 race because there's a circuit in Catalonia. Right. Uh, but I digress. Uh, that is for the Gran Primo Movie Star de Aragon race nice. from MotoGP. Movie Star, if you have ever been to Spain, Movie Star is a common thing you will see. What is it? It's like a streaming thing or something. It's like a telecommunications company, like a I think it's like Comcast basically where it's like they have they do like phones but they also do like streaming stuff. Um it's like super European. Okay. You'll see the big green M's all over the place. Yeah, uh, I think uh it's Yamaha, right, that uh has their sponsorship. Oh really? I don't know. Super Oh you're right, you're right. It is on that. Yeah. Formula Danny is at Sportsland Sugo. Sportsland. Sp- yes, yeah, Sportsland Sugo. <laughs> uh, in the town of Murata, Shibata mm. District. Which, which prefecture? The Miyagi Prefecture. Oh, that's a good one. It is. That's a really good prefecture. <laughs> one of my favorites. Uh, Formula 3 Europe, uh, also at the Red Bull Ring in Spielberg, Austria. Ooh. The NHRA is in uh, Maple Grove Raceway in Mountain, Pennsylvania for the Dodge National. It's Mountain, actually. Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> M O H N T O N. Oh, sorry. No, it's a different word. Sorry. Mountain. I thought it was. I thought it was Bantam. And Danny. Yes, Drew. I think maybe the NASCAR voice sounds better this week. Oh yeah, even, gr- even more grisly. Yeah. Yeah. We're at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Where's that? It's in Loudoun, New Hampshire. Oh, Loudoun. For the ISM Connect 300. ISDN Connect? Yes. You use the Xbox Connect over ISDN. <laughs> it's a wonderful experience. Loudoun. The, on the forefront of technology. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for race around the world and that's it for this podcast it is i was thinking about racing around the world um i was looking at tracks uh just now because you said you were going to all these different states and i'm actually moving state drew scan oh that's right i am i'm moving state. i'm actually moving coast (laughs) (laughs) i'm moving to uh the beautiful state of of maryland Mm -hmm. um which is unfortunately in my hometown in ireland is a colloquialism for whorehouse i'm sorry um yeah, <laughs> if, uh, there's a there's a, I, I have to I have to dance around it very delicately because the owner of this particular hotel has actually successfully sued people for defamation for just doing what? exactly what I'm doing. But uh, yeah, there's a hotel in my hometown which is spelt the same way but pronounced differently, like pronounced more like you would imagine if it was two words, for instance. Um, which uh, which is which is a very strong. If you were to say that in my hometown, people would instantly think you were talking about uh, uh, getting a prostitute. <laughs> so I'm moving to to uh, the biggest uh, whorehouse in America, apparently. Um, uh, but hopefully, it's not like that because uh, I'm going with my wife. But <laughs> yeah, I'm moving to uh, to to rural Maryland actually. Um, and I was looking for raceways, and I typed it in. And all that really came up was like a load of horse races because I'm really in the middle of horse racing country because I know one of the three uh, triple crowns is, is somewhere in Baltimore, isn't it? Uh, sure. 
one of those. So um, there doesn't really seem to be one. But if you do, there's what well, there's a drag strip down south. Uh, I can see here, but if you live in Maryland or you live in the area, the like sort of Philly, Virginia, North Carolina area, and there's a particularly good, I guess Charlotte, there's motor speedways down there, right? Um, if you know of any of them, please let me know, because um, I'm going to be living there in about two weeks' time. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, and so it's a good we, thing we do this over over the internet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That will will <laughs> the show will go on. Uh, hey, we're on Twitter. Did you know that? We sure are. Uh, follow at Shift F1 Podcast for show updates and any fun F1 stuff we run across. I am at Drew Scanlon. He is Dad. I'm at Danny O'Dwyer. That's right. Uh, shout out this week to Whitney, a.k.a. Whit the Baker, who wrote in uh, last time with her uh, uh, F1 um, food blog. She yes, I remember. But without the, without the URL, tragically. I know. She cooks a, uh, a dish based on where F1 is uh, that weekend, which is such a great idea. Uh, and she finally tweeted us, uh, says, thanks for reading my email at Shift F1 Podcast. Here is the blog, Cook F1 dot wordpress.com that's really good it's really good uh i'm gonna go see. to it right now i'm going to internet to it right now stay spicy singapore she did oh, a singapore good. one. Oh, look at this oh wow that's it looks like a delicious dish yeah it's like a malaysian bowl of spice good got, stuff is that an egg yeah it looks like an egg in there and some shrimp uh. oh man Yes. I want it. Cook F1. If I subscribe to this web zone, will she send it to me in like an envelope? <laughs> Mayhaps. Uh, I will post that on uh, F1.cool with all our other show notes. <laughs> can, I, can I just mention something which is like the internet is terrible and also amazing? Uh-huh. But underneath this amazing picture of this meal, there is a Google ad which is just grub hubs for Indian places close to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, you want some of this, do you, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, but yes, you can you can find our show notes on F1.cool along with how to subscribe via RSS, iTunes, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are sold. Until next time, I am Drew Scanlon. I'm Daniel Dwyer. Best of luck on your run, my friend. Thank your you. Cycle. Thank you very much. If you'd like to support us, we are both on Patreon. Danny at uh, patreon.com slash Danny O'Dwyer. I am patreon.com slash cloth map. Uh, yes, and again... If you'd like to donate to MS Research, it is bikingwhiteguy.com. Anything else, Danny? <laughs> no, that's me. Uh, we got a, we got no race this weekend, so we'll be back uh, the following weekend to, I believe it's Malaysia next? Yes, indeed it is. Yeah, so we're on the, we're on the home stretch, folks. Not many races left, so uh, tune in. We've, we've only got a, a six left. Um, uh, two more in that part of the world before we swing on back to Austin, so... Um, don't worry, grit your teeth. Two more early morning races for the States, and then we've got a nice one at noon Pacific. Nice. I think we can do it. Have a good race weekend, everyone. We will see you all next week. Yeah.